0: Love Talk Radio.
1: with Apostle John L. Solomon, the Lion Among Lions, and the Lion's Den. It's my purpose today to bring you strength. Strength from the Lion's Den is a compelling talk show that discusses life's difficult situations through relevant topics, important issues, and empowerment from a biblical perspective. That's right, the Lion's Den will bring you the energy of encouragement, transcendent godly wisdom, the advocacy of knowledge and education, and primarily strength to the weary in life from the sourcehood of our connection with our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. So go ahead and just roar. That's right, my brother. Your victory, power, war for your prosperity, war for your deliverance, war for your family. That's right.
0: Victory.
1: Woo. That line needs to meet. That's all right. Hey, listen, I'm excited today. My special guest who I supposed to have one <laughs> supposed to she's not here yet, so if she comes good. No, if she comes extremely good, wonderful. If not, guess what? We got to keep on keeping on rolling on the river as uh Argentina would say. But uh and we were going to talk about a woman for woman of the people. For the people, which, of course, was her in a candidacy for the Georgia State Senate District 30. I'm telling you, as I was preparing for this show, I learned a lot of interesting things about the district and about, uh, you know, uh, the local uh, elections. They are important. They're very, very important. But guess what? The show got to go on. So guess what? Tonight is, as I wait for my special guest, or should she arrive or not, arrive, I want to talk about we're all one country. We are all one country. As the tune of tonight was going to be politics, we are a very divided nation right now. Uh, and we are. We're very divided. We're divided over race, divided over gender, divided over education. Divided voter right, we are divided on so many fronts, my friend, what is it going to take to bring us together? That's what we need right now in the White House. that's what we need right now in our uh our counties in our states in our cities our well our states, our cities, and our counties. We need someone who can bring people together. I know, my friend, that's easier said than done. Yes, it is. We don't need a divider in chief. We need a unifier in chief. We need someone, a leader, who can stand with us and bring us together when times are hard, when it's heated. And that takes a very, very uh, intelligent, spiritual, and comprehend, uh, a person who's able to put their finger on the pulse of the nation. My friend, there are some people out there like that. We we just have to find them or they have to come forth. But I just want to tell you, regardless of what political party, gender, race, or ethnicity, we are all considered Americans. My friend, I know uh, I'm, I'm talking about the United States of America. Now, I know this is a global podcast, but... And you globally, you understand what's going on in America with the uh, Russian interference. You understand with some of our allies being uh, not being friendly or us not being friendly with some of our relationships being strained, if I can put it like that, with some of our allies. So, my friend, with that said, for my uh, worldwide population, we have to look at the fact that we are one country and we are all that are in America We're all Americans We are all Americans my friend I don't care what nobody says or this or that You know we come from different Places different countries uh, Some immigrants And you know that's a big hot topic The immigration debate My friend where do you stand Where do you stand Who do you want to see As our elected officials Making laws That affect you my friend, you have a voice. You have a vote. Now, some people don't believe in voting. Some people believe it's already set in stone and this and that. Okay, my friend, I, I I recognize that. But what are you doing then? If you're not going to be a part of the political process, then what is your um your stance? That's my thing. What is your stance? If okay, I'm not going to vote. I'm going to uh, demean the government. I'm gonna and, and I'm gonna uh, uh, rightly so. They should be challenged, but I'm gonna challenge the government. I'm gonna or, or demean it, however you choose to. I'm gonna be an oppositional person when it comes to government and this and that. But let, yet you're living in the country and people are making laws that concern you. So what do you do, my friend? I would recommend that you at least vote. And if you're not gonna vote, then take some form of action. To show yourself uh, to show yourself uh, or to, to prove a platform to establish a platform that you are in America in this country, do something, my friend. listen, understand the, the closely evenly divided electorate demonstrated by the very, very close popular vote in 2016's presidential election that there is a need to bring our country together when you consider how closely the popular vote was. but in the end, we have far more in common than the things that divide us. Listen, just because someone voted for a different candidate doesn't mean they're a foolish or bad person. Some of my friends, people I love, they voted for 45. I didn't vote for 45, but some of my friends did. Even, Even in the Christian community, as I am a Christian, there are some Christians who voted for him. And they even say that God called him. When I look at some of his acts it's difficult for me to, to say that. It's difficult for me to take that stance. Uh, I think I need some more evidence, some, some more proof, and maybe others do, and maybe those who take who stand with him. But you got to understand, we all have issues in our own lives that causes us to emphasize one candidate's kind of attributes over the other. But as I was saying in the end, there are far more things that we have in common than that divide us. I remember uh my ministry in virginia i had a 70 year old white uh caucasian man who's a part of my congregation yes he was and i remember preaching a message and i i can't remember what the message was but i remember after the message he came up to me and he said it's amazing how our lives are so parallel it's as if You knew where I came from, and you talked about some of the very same things that I went through. He said, how is it that a 30-something-year-old young black male can find a common ground with a seven-year-old Caucasian male? Now, of course, our life experiences and reference points are different, but by the fact that I was able to preach a message that uh, that he could identify with, it. let me know that God can unify and bring all of us together, and let us know that we have so much in common And we have apart. My friend, one of the things that I love about the Declaration of Independence. Now you know you don't you hear it around you know Fourth of July or Memorial Day, Veterans Day, things of that nature. But I, I love the the beginning where it said we hold these truths to be self-evident. That whenever any form of government becomes destructive to these ends, it is the right of the people to alter or to abolish it and to institute new government, laying its foundation on such principles and organizing its powers in such form as to them shall seem most likely to affect their safety and happiness. Did you just hear what I just said? If the government is not doing its job, the people have a right to alter Abolish and institute a new government, my friend. If you've never read that, you need to go and read it now. I'm I'm just saying that that's something that's something we need to take a look at. So what I'm saying is understand the importance that we, uh, like I said, we hold this to be seven. All men are created equal. We are created equal. Now I know at that time men were slaves. Men were in captivity and they were not treated equal. And we've we've come a long way, and we have a long way to go when it comes to uh, race relations in this comp- in this country. But my friend, if we can start at the point that God created us equal, our skin color. Oh my God, that's a that I find it's such ignorance to hate someone because of the color of their skin. That's number one. I hate those niggas. I hate those crackers. I hate those spicks. I hate those wetbacks and all other demeaning names that we call one another because we've categorized all each other in a barrel and said we hate them. Then there's the other people who've had bad experience with a particular race. And because they've had a bad experience with that particular race, now we move from uh, racism to stereotyping. Now we're going to stereotype all Puerto Ricans, all blacks, all Hispanic. We're just going to generalize everybody that we've had a bad experience with based on one person from that race. My friend, that also is a form of ignorance. Now, mind you, That's your experience, and you have your your baggage from your experiences, but you have to get over it. I remember being in boot camp, and I remember meeting several Puerto Rican men, and they all seemed to have attitude to me. And coming from a small town in Macon, Georgia, I generalized at that time that Puerto Rican men were mean. But then I began to meet other Puerto Rican brothers of dark skin nature, of light skin nature, who were not. So my ignorance was dispelled by the fact to remove the stereotype, Puerto Rican men are not me. And then there was another thing that happened with Texan, Texas, or Texan people. There were three Texas people that I met. Uh, there were my master at arms, a guy in my uh, boot camp company, and this young lady I met. And each with each one of those Texans, I had a bad experience. So my rationale would say that all Texans are bad because I had an experience, a negative experience or encounter with three Texans. My friend, that is not right at all. There are some great people in Texas, Houston, San Antonio, Dallas. Don't mention the Dallas Cowboys, whom I just are crazy about. That's my team. But nevertheless, I digress. Is it wise for me to say all oh, Texans are bad because I had a bad experience with one? Ludicrous. My friend, I'm going to say it again. Like I said it earlier, we have far more in common Than the things that divide us It is time For us to come Together as one My friend We are one country One people One race That's right I said it, one race The human race My friend, y'all stay with me, I'll be right back Straight from the lion's den Apostle John L. Solomon, your host And I'm talking about One nation under God
2: Have you priced commercials lately? Advertising can truly break your budget. At Win, we eliminate the most common hurdle to advertising. Advertise with Win to reach potential customers locally, nationally, and internationally for as low as $150. Yes, that's right, $150 per commercial. We Inspire Network Radio is a new and rapidly growing online radio network that boasts of dynamic seasoned show hosts who are drawing audiences from across the nation and abroad. Africa, Australia, Scotland, Canada, just to name a few. We also have the technical capabilities to advertise your products and services through sound bites, slideshows, and more. No long-term contracts. You pay per show. Advertise on Win, and you are sure to be a winner. For more information, call us 201-477-0469 Email Annie Bell at wealthmanagement-fs.org
3: Now many of you are trying to become millionaires on a middle class, why? You can't go to the next level on the same level, why? Now let me give you a quote from Ayn Rand The question isn't Who is gonna let me? It's who is going to stop me. Now that's beast mode. I'd rather partner with somebody like that who's got a high school degree going all in than to partner with somebody from Harvard who's got a PhD that's half-stepping, that's tiptoeing. Christopher Columbus said, you can never cross the ocean until you have the courage to lose sight of a shore. Going all in is faith displayed in action. Whatever it is that you want to accomplish has a wide level required to bring it about many of you are half stepping because you doubt your own talent and ability now the way to fix that is to shift your trust off yourself and onto god and his ability to make it happen when you put your trust in the right place all the hesitation you got will dissolve if you're gonna make a mistake make it full speed the question isn't who is gonna let me Is who's going to stop me. You see, champions are just average, everyday people who decided to put it on the line and go all in.
1: My friend, welcome, welcome. We are back. sir, from the Lions Den, your host, Apostle John L. Solomon. And tonight we were supposed to be talking to uh, my special guest, uh, Triana Arnold-James, the candidate for Georgia State Senate District 30 but she's not available, you know, we're not going to badmouth her, you know, people get busy, things happen, you move on, you know, you move on. So we don't, we don't want, we don't want to give her a black eye or make her look bad in any way things happen and we're going to keep it classy. I've had guests plenty of time to uh, not show up and it, it's not a, uh, it's not a mark against them or against me. Things happen. I remember after one show uh <laughs> I told, I, I, I told a guest, I said, oh, you, you, to be on the show. He said, when is it? <laughs> I said, right now. But nevertheless, uh, at, at, the, in, at the end of the break, I said, we're about one nation under God. I'm sorry. I meant to say we are all one. That is my topic for tonight. Moving forward, we're all one. And we have to understand that oneness. We are one people. One race. The human race. That's it. I don't hate anybody. I've had some bad experiences with uh, certain races. I've had bad experience with my own race. So that's no need to just, uh, categorizing all of them are like this. All of them are like that. You know, that's stereotype. And there are stereotypes that go with each of our races and I'm not going to go down the list of them. You know, I like to be on time though, myself, (laughs) matter of fact, but we all want to, we have to come together I love it when families come together. There's a post I've seen that talk about we come together. We will come come from miles around for a funeral. We make it happen. Oh, my God. We do. We make it happen for funerals. We come and we show up. (laughs) Cousins from California and Alaska and around the globe will come for a funeral. But, my friend, we got to come together for our family reunions we got to come together for our birthdays we got to come together for our anniversaries we have to come together now that's on a local stage uh, a more individualized and specific stage which I uh, which I'm uh, coming down to that point but first I'm talking about first Nate first globally we want when our countries can come together when our countries can come together and communicate and have dialogue we can eliminate Eliminate wars. We can eliminate tensions, and we can heal and repair relationships. Now, that's on a global scale, and it's difficult, but we can do it. That's why we have ambassadors in other countries to help smooth pathways so we can come together. Then, in our within our states, our communities. What can we as a person do? Our our communities have to come together. Now Now, I started out generally on a wider base that we want to bring our country together. We'll bring our world together. But, my friend, let's look at us as a people, as an individual. Our family has to come together. My family has to come together first. If our families are divided, the Bible said a divided house cannot stand. A house divided against itself cannot stand. We have to come together in our own homes, husband, wife, fathers, children, brothers, sisters, uncles, aunts. We have to come together and heal those relationships. Now, understand, I understand that some people we just will not get along with. Understand we have some issues with family members that have today have been unresolved for years and years and years. And understand that there are feuds among families. I I remember the Hatfields and the McCalls. Excuse me, excuse me. I remember the Hatfields and the McCalls. They were family who were feuding. We even have a game show called Family Feud, but it's all in good fun. But My friends, how to eliminate the family feuds and for us to come together. And when I say eliminate them, I mean absolve them. If we can't come together and embrace, if we can, at least we can come together and be cordial. I'm not saying being fake. I'm just saying come together without disruptions for the sake of the family, for the sake of the generations, that there be no divide, that there be no isms and schisms among us. So let's bring our families together. And as we bring our families together, then we can begin to bring our communities together. Oh, that's so powerful. Listen, I, I, I hear had a quote, as the world grows more connected digitally and physically, people are living closer together and interacting in ways they never have before. As a result, the process of building communities, coming together with people across cultures to share goals and ideas is more important. I say it is more important than ever before. That's right, Amen. We are digitally connected more so nowadays. We can reach out and touch anyone anywhere. Skype, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, all kind of platforms, all kind of platforms, whereby we can reach out. And touch each other. My friend, it's time for our communities to go together. I love when a community comes together in unity. Not one community, but two communities, three communities. When several communities can come together, my friend, that's a festival. That's a festival. I remember block parties. Oh my God. You have a block party when the whole block would come together. Ain't nobody calling the police, nobody calling trouble. We coming together to have a good time. What Dougie what Dougie Fresh said, Lottie Daddy, we like to party. We don't cause trouble. We don't bother nobody. Ain't it's beautiful when we can come together without trouble? Without bothering and just enjoy. That's why I love a good festival. I'm telling you, those Jamaican fests, those Afram Fests, those Pan American Fests, those Caribbean, fest, Trian, uh Trinidad Tobago Fest when everybody come together, my friend, it's love in the air, and I don't mean them. Um, I don't mean no strange clouds of smoke you see in the air either. I'm talking about it's general, it's, gen- it's general, it's general, genuine love in the air. People loving each other, people dapping each other up, people a are, are camaraderie, my friend. That's what we need to come together live. Come together live at times for festivals for barbecues, for parties. My friend, it is it is key that we do that. Listen. The Bible tells us in 1 Corinthians 12, 12 through 20, it breaks down our oneness. Talking about the church now. It said for just as the body is one and has many members, and all of the members of one the one body, though many, are one body. So it is with Christ, for in one spirit we were all baptized into one body. Jews or Greeks, slaves or free, and all were made to drink of one spirit. For the body does not consist of one member, but of many. If the foot should say, because I'm not the hand, I do not belong to the body, that would not make it any less part of the body. And if the ear should say, because I'm not an eye, I do not belong to the body that would not make it less a part of the body if the whole body were an eye where would be the sense of hearing if the whole body were an ear where would be the sense of smell if the if it, is, it but as it is God arranged the members of the body each one of them as he chose if all were a single member where would the body be as it is there are many parts yet one body we are many members but one family many races but one race again The human race, no superior race, no superior human beings. Yes, there are some more smarter. Yes, there are some more athletic. Yes, there are some more with, well, let's say different talents, different gifts. Come on, we can say that. But that doesn't make anyone superior. We need to take a long look at what we're doing here. One body, one people. always love the law of the rising tide. It's an aphorism that uh, the rising tide lifts all boats. Wait a minute. Before I go to that, I want to go back to uh, about the I. If the I says that... um, or if the hand says that I am not the eye, so I don't, I can't see, so I don't belong, because maybe the hand may feel inferior to the eye. Uh, So the eye may, so the hand may say, I don't belong. You know, I, I'm trying to belong. Well, the other night on CNN, Don Lemon was having a conversation with a young man who was, of course, not detained, but interrupted by another citizen of a different race about you know, him being at a certain place at a certain time. And of course, it got out of hand and the police were called. But the young man, I remember saying, you know, I'm, I'm frustrated and fed up with people saying, I don't belong here. And that's what we all, that's what some of us have difficulty belonging. Some people say, I don't fit in, I don't belong. My friend, you belong. I always tell my young people, what I call the fifth group theory. Yes, I made it up. The fifth group theory. If you walk into a party or a gathering or an event, and you go over to one group, and all the all those different groups have on blue hats, and you don't have a blue hat, you say, I don't fit. So you go to the next group, and all these groups have on red sweaters, and you don't have a red sweater, you say, I don't fit. You go to the next group and they all have yellow, they all have yellow shoes, and you don't have yellow shoes, you say I don't fit. And you go to the next group and they all have green hair, and you say, I don't have green hair, I don't fit. Those are four groups that you may have seemed to have been alienated from. So now you're of the mindset that I don't fit. So guess what, my friend? Don't say that you don't belong because you do belong because as people come into that room, guess what? They too may not fit into any of those groups. So what are they going to do? They're going to join you in the fifth group. Not that that group does not belong. Not that that group does not uh, fit in or that we ostracize that group that doesn't have the red hat the blue hats or the red sweaters or the yellow shoes my friend you are the fifth group because there are people just like you my friend I gotta go to a break y'all stay tuned you're you're tuned in to strip from the Lions then I'm talking about we are one I'll be right back y'all hold on hello my
0: name
3: is And we will continue to bring relevant and heartfelt shows
0: that cater to the needs and wants of our growing listener base. Please,
3: subscribe to our network so that you can stay connected. Join us here
0: every week, where together, through, through
3: God, we win.
4: do? Be what you say you're going to be, you're going to have to lie me out. That gazelle stuff, I'm trying to tell you. You a gazelle, you gonna come up short. You a gazelle, you're not always gonna get what you want out of life. You a gazelle, it's gonna be you're gonna have an average experience. You a student, I need you in lion mode. You a teacher, I need you in lion mode. You an entrepreneur, I need you in lion mode. You trying to lose weight, lion mode. You can't do nothing significant in gazelle mode. Nothing. Nothing impressive happens in gazelle mode. Nothing happens when you run (laughs) it. Nothing happened in run mode. Give up mode. Quit mode. Scared mode. Fearful mode. Nothing happened.
1: Everything happened in lion mode, like I'm coming to get you. I love it. All right, my friend. There, there you go. We are back. Stream from the Lions Den. I'm your host apostle, John L. Solomon, the Lion Among Lions, in the Lions Den. Listen, I told you uh I had to I had to uh pivot. We were gonna talk to uh, uh the Miss, miss former, former reigning Miss Georgia candidate for Georgia State Senate seat District 30 but she's not available at this time but so nevertheless we move on and I'm just talking about in a political sense our divisiveness we have to come together we are one my friend I'm just trying to bring us together somebody has to do it we have to come together we can't remain divided A, a house, I said again a house divided against itself cannot stand. Now, before I went to the break, I was uh, telling you about the aphorism of the rising tide, the law of the rising tide. The rising tide states that a rising tide lifts all the boats. When the tide comes up, all the boats that are in the harbor come up. My friend, when you come up, others should come up. I always love how God knows how to bless the if he could just bless, if he blessed the right one, the other, if he blessed, if there's 10 and he blessed the right one, guess what? That'll take care of the other nine. Look at the Bible when it talks about Joseph. Joseph went down to Egypt and got blessed because he had a dream. Now, he went through some things. It wasn't easy. It wasn't the tiptoe through the tulips. But when he got there, guess what? His family came with him, went through some ups and downs. It's a few issues, but guess what? In the end, he brought 70 into the blessings, his prophetic ocean. My friend, it's time to come together, and we all can be blessed. God does not respect the person. He will bless the one, and we can bless the other. I love what that boy Jaden Smith is doing out on Skid Row in California. He's a young man. Now, I know. Rodeo Drive, Hollywood, there are other actors and actresses and celebrities and producers and directors who have, you know, the have and the have nots, they have. And some of them could do something, and some of them are. Now, don't get me wrong, there are many people who are doing things. I, I remember how they, in Aretha Franklin's book, how Aretha Franklin would write checks for young people, for scholarships. She would write checks out of her own account for them to give, go to school. She would give money now all and and, and would put it anonymous. That means she didn't want people to know it was her. Now, there are celebrities that do that. Now, let's not let's not get it twisted. Let's not look and say, okay, he did this. Why are other celebrities? Yeah, a lot of them are stepping up. Some of them just they don't want the they don't want the limelight. They don't want the limelight of saying I'm doing this and I'm doing that. No, 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 that's not that's not everyone's agenda. There are some that are doing things behind the scene to lift up others. But so, but because I know about it, what that young man is doing is incredible. And before that, I found out he put a water station in Flint, Michigan, right down the corner. That wasn't the government, my friend. That was an individual who stepped out and decided to do something to bring the community together. What are we doing? My friend, I, when I was in Virginia, I I did food drives, shoe drives. Coat drives, those are things we have to do to bring our community together, bring our community together. Not just to be seen and applauded by men, but those, those selfless, uh, selfless acts of kindness that we go beyond ourselves to bless and help others. Those are the things that bring our community together. That's what the rising tide is all about. My brother Frankie Beverly, I don't know him. You know him. You know him. You know. Him, you know him. He's known for his hits. Whoa, whoa! whoa. Don't make me sing. Uh, Before I let go, and then Beyonce she remade it. I know some people don't like it, but I love it, especially when she did it at Coachella with that band. I could watch Coachella over and over. But I digress. I'm talking about my brother Frankie. Be- that wasn't his only hit. <laughs> Before I let go, it's not his only hit. That's just the one y'all love so much. He had one called We Are One. We are one. We are one. (laughs) No matter what we do, we are one. I'm probably off tune, but that's okay. B.S. Market was off tune, too, when he said, you got what I need. But anyway, I digress again. Frankie Beverly said, we are one. Can't understand why we treat each other in this way, taking up time with these silly, silly games we play. We've got our love, and no matter how it's said or done, we are one. No matter what we do, we are one. Our love will see us through. We are one, and that's the way it is. We are one. Powerful, powerful song. Powerful, powerful lyrics. Words that we should adopt. We are one. Understanding that we're going to have things That come to divide us But I'll say it again There are more things That bring us together That we have in common Than the things that divide us We need to begin to look at our oneness What the Queen Latifah said U-N-I-T-Y It's time for us to unify To unify and come together It's time to come together It's up to you What's your pleasure, everyone around the world? Just come on. He was talking about celebrating together. There's another song, Uh, Every Woman, Every Man, Join the Caravan of Love. Come on. There's another one. We are the world. We are the children. We are the one who makes a better day, so let's start giving. Man, come on, there are countless of songs that are trying to bring us together. And the one that I love is, I'm starting with the man in the mirror. It begins with you. You got to look at you. Gandhi told us, you have to, the change you want to see, you have to be. The change you want to see, you have to be. You have to embody that change. It begins with you. We criticize the government, yeah, and rightly so. We criticize our politicians, and yeah, rightly so. We have to hold them accountable. But my friend, when are you gonna hold you accountable? When are we gonna hold ourselves accountable for the part we should play, our own personal contribution? I'm gonna let that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna float. I'm gonna let that float right there. When was the last time you volunteered? When was the last time you lent a hand? I know we're living in a world where people are tricking and scamming and hooking and crooking. But my friend, don't you let that stop you from doing something special to help somebody in need. Don't you let that stop you from doing something special To help someone in need. I'm going to tell you another song. I'm telling you, these songs are just coming. Diana Ross. I think with was Diana Ross, Lana Richard. Reach out and touch somebody's hand. Make this world a better place. If you can, reach out and touch somebody's hand. Let me stop trying to sing. Because if I try to sing, I'm going to mess it up. But listen, reach out and touch somebody's hand. Make this world a better place if you can. Use discretion. Use wisdom. Use discernment. Yes, all that goes hand in hand. But that's not an excuse not to help others. Why? Because we are one. No matter what we do, we are one. Our love will see us through. We are one. And that's the way it is. We are one. I got another song What Parliament Parliament said one nation under a groove. (laughs) We are one. My friend, we got to come together and start believing each other again. We got to come together and start helping each other again. I'm reminded of the movie Soul Food, how the family would come together over Sunday dinner. It's funny to me, the boondocks. They, parod- they they did a parody of it. You know, they, they spoke of a parody of the fact that they ca- they end up, the mother kept the family together and she ended up dying. And then the family came back together over the same food that helped to kill Big Mama, you know. But putting the jokes aside, the fact that the family came together, I don't care what, what, what it was over, they came together. They came together. My friend, I'm not about dividing people. And I'm not about sitting on fence either. Now, I'm not saying you, have, you take a stand. You have to stand for something, Martin Luther King said, or we'll fall for anything. Yes, take a stand. I, you don't go along to get along. You don't have to go with the flow, but you can become the flow. Take a stand. We are one don't mean I agree with you all the time. We are one don't mean that I'm going to go along with everything you say. We are one means that you have a right to your opinion. You have a right to your position. You have a right to your view. You don't have a right to push your position, your view. You don't have a right to hate me because you feel like your view is better. Yeah, and we do that sometimes. We become oppositional. Why? Because we're so connected to our beliefs, our opinions, our values. Yeah, and we feel like we're right all the time. But my friend, we're not right all the time. The Bible says there's safety in a multitude of counsels. That's why we need to research. Other people have other references. One thing I learned in group psychology in in college was that uh, they gave us the analogy of 10 people stranded in a plane crash crash and those 10 survivors had to come together to figure out how they were going to survive yes there is a leader one person who takes the lead but that person that just because that person is the leader does not mean that that person has all the answers that person is the one who takes the lead to help organize and strategize all the different reference points and gifts and talents and uh, ideas, if I hadn't already said that, that would enable our survival to be optimum and realized. Why? Because everyone has something to contribute because we have different refer- reference points Of experience that caused us to be able to survive and get to the place where we are today. I'm your host, Apostle John L. Solomon. Strength from the Lion's Den. I'm talking about We Are One. I got to go to a break. I'm enjoying this. I hope you enjoy me. I had to rebound and pivot because my special guest couldn't be here tonight. Nevertheless, I'll be right back for my last commercial, and then we're going to come back and we're going to close out. Strength from the Lion's Den. Straight from the Lion's Den. Your host, Apostle John L. Solomon, the Lion Among Lions. Strength from the Lion's Den is a compelling talk show that discusses life, difficult situations, and celebrates our accomplishments. And interviews on relevant topics, important to issues, and empowerment from a biblical perspective. The Lion's Den's key purpose is to bring you strength. We're powered by We Inspire Radio. we in radio. Strength from the Lion's Den. Tune in every Wednesday at 7 p.m.
4: Paul said you must have the faith to call forth those things that be not as though they were. Judge not according to appearances. Don't judge your circumstances and the possibilities for your future based upon what you have now and because of what's going on now. No, 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 no. That's not the real reality there. What you're going through, if you're going through some hard times, it has not come to stay, it has come to pass. It's all right. now second thing is repeat this after me something you should affirm to yourself every day repeat this please no matter how bad it is it. or how bad it gets it. i'm going to make it. it say that to yourself every day That's as i used to say to myself I, when i would get up in the pronostcot building and i had to go into the bathroom and and bathe in the bathroom sink i had written on the mirror That I put up there, just paste up, and I read. No matter how bad it is, or how bad it gets, I'm going to make
1: it. All right, all right, all right, my friend. We are back. We're tuning in the strength from the Lion's Den. I'm your host, Apostle John L. Solomon, and we are powered by We Inspire Network Radio shout out to the CEO i was going to say bishop but uh uh brother Lloyd Bell mercy and the CE and the COO Annie Bell as the boss lady listen we're excited about we inspire network radio if you want to be a host you have a topic a a, top, a, a topic that you want to discuss inbox Annie Bell or inbox myself John L Solomon listen we're excited about tonight Tonight I'm talking about we are one. I had to pivot from my previous topic because, as I said, my special guest, uh, still the the unconquerable Triana Arnold-James, candidate for Georgia State Senate District 30. She couldn't be here tonight, but nevertheless, we've kept on rolling because that's what we do, and that's what you do when challenges, obstacles, uh, hurdles come in your way. My friend, you got to go over, you got to go around, you got to go under. You got to go by or you have to go through them. But my friend, you get by. You do what you have to do to keep moving. Because somebody said life is like riding a bicycle. If you stop pedaling, you're going to fall off. You have to keep moving. Uh. Now, I was talking tonight. I went into We Are One. Talked about the divisiveness in our country, how divided we are. You got hate groups, anti anti anti-Semitism. Did I say that right? <laughs> you you have uh, people coming against people for so many different reasons, just hate. I, I can't hate on people who are trying to make this world a better place, no matter what their views or beliefs are. If they're trying to bless, if they're trying to bless us, if they're trying to bring us together, I can't hate on them. Whether they be atheists, gays, uh, whatever they are if they're trying to make this world a better place and bring us together, I can't hate on them. I'm going to say it again. I cannot hate on them. And you shouldn't either. You don't have to agree with their views. I'm going to say it again. You do not have to agree with their views. Absolutely. Let that rest. I'm going to let that ride right there for a minute. But my friend, nevertheless, because I've met a lot of good people From all different walks of life And when I say good people People who are trying to do good Make this world a better place Because in the end We all want some of the very Very same things We all love our families We want them to do better We want to be rewarded And prosper For those that are willing To work and make things happen We have to come together and get rid of the things that divide us, talk about the things that divide us. And and sometimes we need to have the conversation, the dialogue, so that we can understand each other. And and, and it it takes talking with people, and not just talking, but listening to the other person and trying to understand what they're saying based on their experiences and reference points. I'm going to give you this one. I remember I was an angry young man, angry young black man. I had a lot of anger in me. I was angry because I felt like my family should have had more. Tupac says, somebody got to explain to me why we ain't got nothing. That was my, I was angry. I saw all this prosperity and wealth. Went to school and they had us to draw a house with uh, the dad and the mom and the kids and outside with the dog and the picket fence and flowers in the yard. That's what the pictures that they had us to draw in school. But then when I got home, I saw in my hood big 40 ounce bottles and syringes and drug dealers riding through and single mothers with a lot of children in poverty. So the picture that they were painting to me in school was not the picture I was living in my reality. So I was angry. And I was upset when I said Tupac said, somebody got to explain to me why I ain't got nothing. And so I harbored a lot of animosity based on my origins and my nativity. And so I remember this on Father's Day uh, after 2000. I don't remember. Between 2000 and 2003, my co-pastor, Pastor Lolita Trafton, Was preaching And she was talking about anger And boy I was squirming in my seat as she preached I was squirming And she came to me and said Your anger does not make you strong She said Jesus got angry But he was still strong You get angry Your anger doesn't make you strong she said, Jesus got angry. He was not angry. Let me say it again. She said, Jesus got angry. He was not an angry man, in a sense. And she said, your anger does not make you strong. And man, what a revelation dawned upon me. I thought my anger was what was fueling my strength. She said, you're already strong. You don't need the anger The anger is weakening you. You're strong already. Wow. Do you know it's like a ton of bricks lifted off of my shoulders that day? She said anger is an emotion. Use it as a tool, but don't let it become you. The Bible said be ye angry, but sin not. It says anger rests, rest harbors. Lays up and dwells in the bosom of a fool I didn't want to be a fool I began to release my anger that day Today I'm no longer an angry man I'm a loving, optimistic, positive, powerful, young black man I had to throw young in there But I'm not angry I get angry over some issues that I see Police brutality government corruption, uh, impoverished families. Those issues make me angry. But use your anger to drive you to do something about an issue that frustrates or irritates you. I remember they started mad, mothers against drunk driving. They were mad, so they decided to do something with their anger to be activists and advocates against drunk drivers who are killing people and their children. My friend, don't let your anger be a tool of divisiveness, divisiveness. Let your anger be a tool. Let your frustration be a tool to do something about the ills in society that plague us. Let your anger and frustration be an instrument to go out and bring people together. You say I don't have the resources, my friend. You don't never, you don't ever know what's at your disposal until you open up your mouth and begin to talk. That's why the dialogue is so important. That's why the conversation is important, my friend. Even if we don't, I hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal. And we are endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights. We are one. We are one race, the human race. Time to remove the divisiveness. Time to stop people who are trying to use our fears to divide us trying to use those things and experiences that have traumatized us to make us hate others who don't look like us. We are one. We are one, my friend. Thank you for tuning in with me tonight. from the Lions Den. I'm your host, Apostle John L. Solomon, the Lion Among Lions. And you're in the Lions Den. Time to hear a lion roar. Oh, okay. I, I didn't give you my thing. Listen, I ask people questions and you know, they don't they don't answer. And you know, I try to get the truth out of people and they won't get, answer the question. I'll answer
3: the question. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You to. want
1: answers! I want the truth! You can't
3: handle the
1: truth. My friend, tonight I've given you truth. We are one. And if you don't believe that, watch when a natural disaster takes place. You see people helping others. You see people reaching out to help others. We are one. Oh, my God, I'm excited tonight because as I close next Wednesday, it's my 100th episode. Oh, I'm going to say it again. Next Wednesday is my 100th episode, and we're celebrating 100 episodes, three seasons. Strength from the Lion's Den. Give it up, give it up, give it up, give it
0: up.
1: Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh, my God, thank you so much. I'm so excited. It's been a tremendous journey from when I started in 2017. Uh, I've taken seasons off, and this is my third season, and we're excited for this platform to bring guests, to bring relevant topics, and that's what we're going to try to do. And you know what we're going to do? Uh, we're going to continue to pray and believe God for great things.
3: Ask that you give us the vision, the faith, and the speed and power to make it through this mission. All the airmen say, in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. amen. Nothing's difficult. Everything's a, a challenge. Through adversity to, to the stars. From the last plane, to the last bullet, to the last minute, to the last man, we fight. We, we fight. We fight. We fight. We fight. We fight.
1: That's right, my friend. Stand up and keep fighting for what's right. Keep fighting for what's real. Keep fighting for what is true. There's to be any virtue. Think on these things, my friend. You are something special, and I want to leave you for this. I want to leave you with this. We are one, and we, but yet we also celebrate our individuality. But we are one. Come together, forgive somebody, release those pain, release those hurts, release those things that are holding you back. It's not easy, but you can do it. I'm your host, Apostle John L. Solomon. Strength from the Lion's Den, my talk show, my podcast. I appreciate you. I love you. We Inspire Network Radio powers me. My CEO, Bishop B.J. Lloyd Bell. My, uh, My COO, Annie Bell. My friend, we're here. We're in it together. We just want you to win. Win radio. Keep on doing what you're doing. God bless you.